I surveyed some Oklahoma State fans for their keys to victory on Saturday, a look at the rest of the Big 12 slate this weekend, including my predictions, and a clip from the Locked On Big 12 team hosts going over our favorite matchups of the weekend, all on this episode of Locked On Pokes. You are Locked On Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Lyndall Godfrey, co-host of Fantasy Besties and avid Oklahoma State fan. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or the Locked On Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked On Pokes. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Like I said, I talked to some of my favorite Oklahoma State fans to get their insights on what they think Oklahoma State needs to do in order to come away with the win against Texas. I picked the three things I heard the most. Some of them are things we've already touched on when I talked about offensive and defensive key players, but I'm just going to dive a little bit into what I heard when I asked around. First off is the run game. Getting a run game going early against Texas is going to be crucial. We want to do it early and often. Jalen Warren should have a fantastic game against this Texas rushing defense We just saw Kennedy Brooks put up 217 yards on this defense. He hadn't even hit 100 yards up until that game this season. So that's got to be a big confidence boost for Jalen Warren heading into this game. He's had three weeks in a row of fantastic production. So I'm looking for Oklahoma State to pound the rock into this defense, wear them down. They're going to be tired already from last weekend's marathon game against Oklahoma. I think if we can wear them down like that, we can get some stuff going through the air as well. Spencer Sanders is likely to get in on the rushing game, but that's how we move the ball on Saturday. For offense to stay on the field for long periods of time, rushing the ball down the throats of this Texas defense, and our defense gets to stay resting on the sidelines. So that's a thing that a lot of people want to see is our run game just really early and really often. The second thing I heard most was getting to quarterback Casey Thompson. I've talked about Texas's offensive line. They were not very good. So uh, coach Steve Sarkeesian has gone in and completely rebooted that offensive line. Now what happens when you reboot an offensive line like that in the middle of the season is they aren't going to mesh as well as the consistency of an offensive line you would like. So I think it'll be a really good chance for our defense to get to Casey Thompson. I talked some yesterday about it not even needing to show up on the stat sheet, but get it, get, giving him very little time to throw and quarterback hurries, quarterback pressure, just getting to Casey Thompson so that he panics a little bit is going to pay off in the long run. And I think it'll be a good game for our defense to get down on that on that weak offensive line. Uh, Brock Martin and Colin Oliver, I wouldn't be surprised if both of them come away with sacks this weekend. I would love to see that out of both of them. I'm glad Brock Martin seems to be healthy and ready to go against Texas after the bye week. 
The last thing that I heard a lot, and I think this probably has to do most with Spencer Sanders having the three turnovers against Baylor two weeks ago, but it was to win the turnover battle. We're not going to beat Texas if we turn the ball over three times. It's not going to happen. So on top of that, if we can minimize our turnovers and create some turnovers from our defense, that's going to go a long way in us walking out of this game with a win. I think our defense has it in them. And I know Spencer Sanders can go, you know, make the decisions he needs to make for this offense. Like I said, I think it's going to be a lot of run game. So there's going to be a little bit less of the ball through the air. And that may may help our offense to minimize those turnovers. But the the most important thing is to not have them. And if we can create some on the other side of the ball, that's fantastic. But as a whole, that was a very big concern heading into this week. Like I said, I think it's primarily because we just saw the three turnover game from Spencer two weeks ago. But hopefully he's honed in on those decisions and and we can keep the ball out of Texas's hands on Saturday. So those are just some of the things that I heard from some of my favorite fans around We know that this offense that we're about to face is the most explosive one that we've faced yet, but I do trust that our defense can get it shut down. Some of the other things that I heard, just to touch on them a little bit, is to uh, minimize big plays out of Texas to shut down their wide receivers so that they don't get those 70-yard chunk plays. That'll be huge. Wrapping up on tackles, making sure that we follow through with tackles, no blocking, no block tackles, stuff like that. You need these tackles to be so on point that they're shown in videos to kids growing up to say, this is how you are supposed to tackle. Here's the fundamental way to tackle. You wrap up, you get your guy down. That's going to be crucial against Texas on Saturday as well. So I do think we have this game in us. I appreciate everybody for sharing their insights with me, what they thought needed to be done to win this game. I love to get you guys' opinion, so I'm not the only one spouting uh, my nonsense into you guys' ears, but you guys can help me with the content as well, so I appreciate that. Next up, I break down the Big 12 slate, add my two cents and some predictions But first, one of the sponsors of today's show, Sweatblock. Sweatblock is strong and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it at night before bedtime, go night-night, and the next morning you wake up, wash, and go about your day without worrying about sweat. There is a dry shirt guarantee. Even though it's starting to cool down where I'm from, it's still pushing 80 to 90 degrees a day. So Sweatblock is a fantastic resource for anybody that sweats or has to deal with this kind of humidity. You wear what you want to wear with confidence. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on or at Amazon and CVS. Again, use locked on on sweatblock.com for a 20% discount. Thank you for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. So I've got to dig into the Big 12 slate a little bit for this week. I like a lot of the games that we have coming up. Starting first with number 19, BYU versus Baylor. I think this is going to be a really fun game to watch. First of all, just from a future Big 12 narrative standpoint, to get to watch BYU play against a Big 12 team when they're going to be joining the Big 12. I'm really excited for that aspect of it. The Cougars were undefeated until last week when they lost against Boise State. Baylor is 5-1 with wins over West Virginia and Iowa State. 
They are certainly better than I thought they'd be heading into this season. Baylor is favored by six and a half points and the over under is 50 and a half. I think this will be a really fun game, but give me Baylor and quarterback Gary Bohannon against BYU at home. I will take Baylor in this one. Next up, TCU versus number four, Oklahoma. Now, I'm sure that you all have heard about the quarterback controversy or whatever it is happening in Norman right now. I don't even know that you can call it a controversy because has has Lincoln Riley even come out and said we're having an open competition in practice? I think instead of saying anything, he's just elected not to answer anything at all. We all saw Spencer Rattler get benched against Texas in favor of true freshman Caleb Williams. I like what we saw out of Caleb Williams, but when your team is down 21 points and you're a freshman not expected to do anything uh, to wow, you're kind of in a win-win situation. He had no pressure going into that game. He knew he could sling the ball, and if it worked out, it worked out. If it didn't, you know, hey, coach, I went in there, we were 21 points down. What did you want me to do? So he really had nothing hinging on this game for him so we'll see if if Caleb Williams is the starting quarterback this weekend which I suspect he will be I wasn't sure at first I thought Lincoln Riley might do the seniority thing but I'm starting to feel like it might be Caleb Williams if it is him we'll see how he performs when he's expected to start a game when when teams have tape on him Oklahoma has won seven straight matchups against TCU with an average margin of 13.9. They're favored by 13.5 with an over-under of 64. I think Oklahoma will win this game pretty handily, but it'll depend on how well they're handling the outside distractions in relation to their quarterbacks right now. If they stutter mentally, TCU might be able to stay in this game and, and make it a relatively close game. That's the last thing Oklahoma wants. They've had a lot of close games that come down to the last quarter. I think they're probably ready to to win a Big 12 game handily. So if if they can shut off what's going on with their team right now, then they should be able to do that against TCU. So I'll take Oklahoma, but I will be curious to see if TCU can stay in this game. Now, my favorite matchup that's a yucko matchup is Kansas versus Texas Tech. I can't wait. I love this kind of matchup. I think it's going to be a whole lot of offense, not much defense. If Kansas is to get another win this season, if they're going to come out of one more game this season with a win, I think this is their chance. Texas Tech is favored by 16 and a half points with an over-under of 68, but I think they're giving Tech a little too much credit here. I know they've got a record of 4-2, and two, but they're not good. The defense is abysmal, and they were just beat down by TCU. I do think Texas Tech will come out of this weekend with a win, but I'm not sure I'm as confident as the odds are. I don't know that they get a 17-point victory against this Kansas team, who seems to really be playing their hearts out right now. So that'll be a fun game to watch. I think it'll be a lot of offense, that classic Big 12-style no-defense game, and so I'm very excited for that. Iowa State versus Kansas State. Iowa State is a six and a half point favorite with an over under a 50 and a half. I'm still not sold on Iowa State and Kansas State's defensive front seven will be looking to give Iowa State their offense absolute hell on Saturday. Kansas State offense will need to have a get right game in order to pull off the victory, but it'll be much easier if they can keep Brock Purdy on his toes. Brock Purdy has been insanely inconsistent. 
I'm I'm just not sold on Iowa State. They were supposed to be this dark horse number two in the Big 12, and they don't look like that team to me. I Maybe that's just me. I don't know if I'm being petty, but they don't. Brock Purdy has never impressed me that much. I know he has a lot of things that are really great, but he has a lot of things that aren't really great, and he can't seem to get them all put together in the right order. So I'm just not sold on Iowa State. I think Kansas State wins this game outright, and it should be a good game of football on Saturday. Coming up, another clip with my get-together with the other Locked on Big 12 team hosts when we talked about what games we're most excited for this weekend. But before we move on, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Why go to an auto parts store and get talked down to and maybe even looked down to? Maybe it just happens to me. I don't know. When you have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket, let them know Locked On sent you to save time and money while using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business that has been serving DIYers for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Again, make sure to let them know Locked On sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Our last sponsor of today's show is BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Football is all the way back. We're deep into postseason baseball. Basketball is right around the corner. I think hockey is starting or has already started. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests at BetOnline.ag. Be sure to take advantage of promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus. You can bet anything from basketball to baseball and even who the new Raiders head coach will be. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Be sure to use promo code locked on. Again, that's promo code locked on for your welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. While I was chopping it up with the other Locked On Big 12 team hosts the other night this week, we talked about some of the games we're looking forward to this weekend. Here are those games. All right, Stephen, outside of TCU, Oklahoma, what are you looking forward to the most this week in college football? Man, that's a good question. You know, like I, I will take the obvious one here and say that even though I think ultimately it probably won't be a super close game, I want to see Kentucky and their wacky offense against Georgia and, and the death machine defense that they have um, just to see if they can find any foothold. Does anybody in the SEC East challenge, you know, the dogs with, with that great team they have? And then Big 12-wise, a sicko's pick, Kansas-Texas Tech, baby. Like, let's go. Let's get it going. Uh, Tech looked really, really bad last weekend at home against TCU. Uh, Are you hinting this might be Kansas's chance to get that second win? I mean, it seems almost too obvious, right? Like this, this is the one that you think, so they end up getting blown out. Uh, but yeah, like Lance Leipold, I don't know if they can run the football, which is something that everyone's been able to do against Tech so far. Then, then maybe this is their best chance left on the schedule. I mean, Matt Wells could have gone from you know like this past Saturday, potentially a chance to go five and one, and it'd be this Saturday with like you know. I mean, you might as well sell the house at that point, right? You might, yeah. that, that's kind of the situation would be. Uh, John, what are you looking forward to outside of Oklahoma and TCU? 
Yeah, Cincinnati UCF. That's the the previous uh, AAC darling uh, taking on the current AAC darling. And if Cincinnati is able to to earn some style points, I think that'll that that's going to be a win that resonates a little bit. You know, UCF may not be the team that it was a few years back, but it's still kind of a national brand amongst the group of five. Yeah, no Dylan Gabriel for them, which has made it more difficult for Gus Malzahn. But yeah, I think I think you're right. It would definitely resonate. Uh, Jake, what about you? Okay, well, you, you even brought up like the the sickos game of the week. I got one out this way that I'm looking forward to: Arizona and Colorado. Ooh. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, uh, now Colorado obviously has the background in the Big Twelve before jumping ship and going to the Pac-12. So there is a little bit of interest there. That game is in Boulder. Uh, man, that Arizona one, sucks. That, so bad. that one's got some uh, interesting thoughts because the offenses for both those teams are absolutely putrid. And Jordan McLeod, the Arizona starter, who'd actually kind of jolted their offense, well, what does he go out and do? Gets ankle and knee injuries that knock him out for the season. So way to go, Arizona. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. And a game I'm looking forward to, I just I, I want to see it, is Oklahoma State versus Texas. I'm intrigued. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian, I don't know how many people out there know, but he actually was a quarterback at BYU, so Cougar fans have a vested interest in watching him as a head coach. I think they all want to see if Texas is legit. And uh, I, I just think the whole thing with Oklahoma State is if that defense is as good as advertised and if Jalen Warren can run it as well as he's run it this year, there's, there's no reason to think that they can't knock Texas down a rung and really establish themselves as maybe the number two team behind Oklahoma. All right, Linda. Yeah, I'm going to give one back to Jake. I'm excited for the Baylor-BYU game. I think getting like a sneak preview of what the Big 12 is going to be in the future is is really huge for the Big 12 now after all of the shaky ground we've stood on for the last uh, several months. So I'm really excited to see that game. If it's a really good game, if it ends up being a knockdown drag out fight, then it would, you know, spawn some some rivalry, and, and that's what the Big 12 needs. So I'm excited to watch that game. Hey, Baptist versus Mormons, baby. Let's go. <laughs> that's, that, oh is, that is true. We, we deserve Mormons. that. That's all I'm that saying. Is, Zero true. chance that gets billed as the Holy War. It does say it's the real <laughs> Holy War, right? It's the, it's the, it's the new Holy War. That's well, what it's going to be. There have been when Notre Dame and BYU have matched up in the past, people have said that's the true holy war. But you know what? You can just kind of throw it around. TCU at some point will maybe square off again. Right. We'll have some fun. No, I mean, I mean more from like a PR perspective. All right, friends. I'm gonna go to um to Ole Miss at Tennessee. I wanna I wanna hear everybody's I, guess. I want to hear what the, everybody's guess is for the over-under. Jake, what's your guess for the over-under of this game? Ooh. Man, I don't even know where to begin with that one. Uh, is, I mean, with their offenses, it's give me 46. 46? Uh, all right, Linda. Man, I'm gonna go 55 and a half. Okay, uh, all right, John. I feel like these first two have been kind of low, so I feel like I got to go go real high on the Price is Right guess here, and that's going to be uh, eighty-one and a half. Woo! All right, Steve. Okay, ninety. All right, all right. <laughs> not you. I'll tell you what, you were closer than the first two guesses. It's eighty-two. Oh, it's okay. eighty. Ding, ding. Eighty-two points is the is the over. So I, I'm looking. Uh, I am definitely looking at that game. I guess the new rule is we're all going to have to give a. Uh, a sicko's pick. 
this one is a like sicko fan base pick. This is this this not really sicko's general. Um, LSU Florida, LSU is a disaster, but they were a disaster last year, and who they beat last year in Florida. a Florida in an infamous game. And if I like, I think I don't like Dan Mullen, but he's a good football coach. Um, if they lose this game, though, I already saw. I think our friends from Lockdown Gators asked this week who is on board of a hot seat: Urban Meyer or uh, Dan Mullen, which I thought was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. No offense to those guys over there, but I mean, come on now, Dan Mullen in trouble. The the fans will will perpetuate that if they lose this game to LSU. This version of LSU, um, I don't think it happens. And even if they did lose a game, I would say. It's okay to have it off here. It's okay. Uh, Dan Mullen's still a good coach, but that one is going to – somebody's fan base is going to be so angry after that game, which is which we love to see. I always have such a good time with those guys. We laugh a lot. We talk a lot. They help me learn. I have a very good time hanging out with them, except for when they're wrong about Oklahoma State. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. Make sure to check back in tomorrow when we're going to look at the Big 12 basketball landscape. Now that the preseason rankings have been released, make your second listen locked on Big 12. Get all your daily Big 12 news in less than 30 minutes with Big 12 expert Josh Neighbors. It's free and available on all platforms. Remember, you can find me at Lindellians on Twitter or follow the show page at locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter or the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. I will talk to y'all tomorrow. Go Pokes!